Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. And today we are welcome today's guest to discuss the topic, which is talking affiliates, content creation, and more. Today's guest is the founder of AJS Digital Group, a media company with over a decade of experience in digital marketing. In addition, he has also launched an ebook publishing company, a global e-commerce shop, and started the current brands in the AJS Digital Group's portfolio. A big welcome to AJ Saunders. Hi, AJ. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, lovely to be here. Now, I see on your website that it says your mission is to build profitable affiliate websites. So let's start there. What is an affiliate website and how profitable can, can one be? So sure. So I see affiliate marketing as basically you're recommending products to consumers that you've either tested or you, you know a lot about and that you're doing it in a non-salesy way. So they feel empowered to make a decision. I feel a lot of people don't like going to you know, directly sell pages because they feel they're trying to be sold to. Whereas if they can go to an affiliate site that can explain the differences, explain from a user's standpoint what the product is that that can create a better buying experience overall. So yeah, so I just see it as wrapping the products and do it in a very kind of loving and caring way. And they can be really, really profitable actually. Um, so some people choose to, to, to run affiliate sites and they'll make a good kind of six figures turnover and mm-hmm. they may have one or two writers or they may be doing the writing themselves and doing a lot of the work Great work themselves, and so can take home the majority of okay majority of revenue. Um, I think a lot a lot of people have this misconception um, with with both building online businesses and with affiliate sites is that it's it's high capital input, it's high capital output. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have a lot of money to start off with, and you also have to to generate quite a lot of money to be profitable. But in my in well, in my case, in, in my experience, actually, you can get started for less than hundred bucks. And, you know, the sky's the limit. So, you know, I know people that are doing a couple of hundred thousand in turnover and maybe like a hundred thousand in profit per, per year. Wow. Okay. And they're, they're doing really, really well. And then there are lots of people that are doing, you know, that maybe doing like 30 or 40 grand a year and actually making a very, very nice living out of doing, doing it. So it's, I think it's like anything, you know, into the business, you know, some days it's, well, for, for, for some people, it's, you know, their, their, their goal and their ambition is to, to get splendidly rich, and that's great, uh-huh. and they usually end up achieving it, whereas some people want the more modest out, outcome and a more modest life, and so they're, they're willing to work less and 
have a okay. better work-life balance. So well, yeah. Let, let me ask though, do you need business and affiliate? It's it's they aren't influencers. So you don't need this is more of like a business opportunity. You don't need to have a large audience if you wanted to be an affiliate, right? That's not, not a no. Okay. No. So the, 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 there are people like me who I call like traditional affiliates who are doing things primarily based through like websites. Then about two or three months ago, a, a friend of mine put me in on Twitter to his kind of network. And a lot of them are doing affiliate marketing just on Twitter. So obviously their, their whole kind of game plan is build up a large following and then try and sell products. And right. So they're it. like, they're like trying to become an influencer and then right. use that strategy right. in affiliate marketing. But you're, yeah. you're talking more, more of the traditional putting up a website and absolutely and yeah. trying to drive traffic to, to different companies who offer. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, why does it usually not work? Why, why do most, or I don't know if it usually does or doesn't, but why do most affiliate websites who do this typically fail? Sure. So I think a lot of people fail because they don't have a content plan, which is something that I kind of specialize in. I also think people underestimate how much work it is. So you are starting a business. So you do need to put the effort, you need to put the hard work. It's not easy. It's not pretty, you know, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. Um, right. And so I think, I think it's that. I think people, I think people these days, especially in my generation, are obsessed with shiny objects. So they, they think affiliate marketing this week is great. Mm-hmm. And then two months down the line, they want to get into property. And then a couple of months down the line after that, they're into Forex and it, it, it all never seems to work out for them. And I think, you know, kind of people, they just need a big slap around, around, around the ears and just say, you know, just <laughs> find, find one thing, you know, what's for you. For, so for me, affiliate marketing works great for other people starting a, you know, a dry cleaning business or a car cleaning business works way best for them. And it's just personalities and, um, yeah. And so that, that's what I think. So I think lots of people fail because they, they give up too early. They don't see it as a long-term thing and they don't have a kind of a strategy or a plan in place. Okay. So given they given up too early, no strategy. Yeah. What are the factors that go into somebody who's going to be successful with affiliate marketing? Sure. So I, I think to, to have a bit of success, you have to have a couple of failures, right? And so I think, Pete, you know, I think the first couple of websites that you try and launch aren't going to go anywhere, but actually they're great learning opportunities. And I think the more you can learn about how to rank in Google and how to get passive traffic from Google or being aware of her, uh, the better you can, you can then scale up. Uh-huh. And so I think you have to kind of go through all, all of that kind of effort and hard work and failure um, to kind of turn it around later. So yeah, so I yeah, that that that, that that's really what I what I kind of think. So who are who are most of your clients? I mean, it really sounds like just a business opportunity that's out there. Um, are most of your clients are they individuals are they companies solo entrepreneurs what what are they who who makes up your clients sure so I, I work with a lot of startups solo entrepreneurs or small teams um and yeah they're, they're really really fascinating dynamic people to work with and kids they're decision makers you can use the influence of them and getting them to move pretty quickly and that's really exciting because then you can start to see the growth very, very quickly they're not sat in management meetings or sat trying to refine this or the other. So yeah, it's, it's sure. ma- ma- mainly, mainly them. 
it is it is there an age demographic is it younger is it um, you know in their 20s and their 40s and their you know 50s is there a common denominator sure. on the solopreneurs that you're working with not really so i have a lot of people that i mean i guess were in their late early 20s maybe late 30s so like 30s um i think a lot of people who are in their 40s i don't know how old you are so i don't want to try to talk to you here um but i think a lot of people in their 40s kind of missed the boat essentially a little bit um and i think you know it, when you get into your 50s and my parents are in the 60s and they're mm-hmm. my mum phones me quite often and says i'm in excel i can't seem to do this and i said well have you tried you know pressing control c control v she's like oh you're you're a magician <laughs> right <laughs> um, so yeah so i i so yeah so i, I do think it's mainly people in their, their 20s and 30s um okay but I, I also think that generation so i'm in my early 30s i grew up with a computer and so you know the, my formative years were spent in front of a computer learning how to code learning how to type etc and so i think that's kind of the golden opportunity now, what about finding affiliates, partners, I guess, you know, how do people do come, they come to you and they've already have a number of affiliates. They've already signed up for different affiliate programs. Um, they have, you know, they already have an idea, I'm assuming when, when they become clients of yours, they just are trying to figure out how to get organic traffic to make it yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. But then I... But, Funny enough, I actually wrote a blog post about this today um, that I'll have to send you after. Um, so, yeah, so a, a lot of people want to be either they have e-commerce companies that they're trying to scale, and so we're looking at how to break into quite competitive markets. So that's really, really exciting. All they're doing, all, all they're doing Amazon affiliates, and it's my job to just say, well, actually, have you thought about going and looking in the marketplace? And oftentimes, Amazon's a great kind of, retailer of last resort but there's loads of niche retailers out there who have affiliate programs or maybe don't advertise that they have affiliate programs but maybe you can do a private deal with them mm-hmm. um that actually may offer you more and so it's about engaging with different opportunities and trying to figure out what opportunities are, are, are best and are right for your your business and actually some of the best opportunities that i've seen and i've um, worked with are people that have either contacted me through, say, an affiliate network such as AWIN or um, CJ, or there are people that I've I've literally seen that they offer an affiliate program and I've emailed them and said, hey, how how do you know how does somebody join? And they've jumped the call, you know, the, the next day or the two days later, and we, we've done a deal that way. So, yeah, you know, we've had a guest on. Um, I think it was this season. But uh, mm. Kathleen Booth was her name, and she was talking about some of these coupon extensions right. and how they affect affiliates because you're driving the traffic, and then you know they get to the checkout, the you know they whoever you've driven decides to buy, yeah, and you got one of these honey. I think honey is the big right. one, yeah, and all of a sudden they do honey, and then that kind of overrides especially if you're using last click attribution model, right? how, how does that affect what your clients are seeing or, or does it? Sure. So, well, actually, I, I can give some business experience on this as well. So one of the main sites is largely, um, largely sells Amazon products, which is, which is just because it, that's the best retailer for it. 
Um, and so it's quite interesting to see Amazon discount things all the time or allow people to use coupons and take that off what you're doing. Right. And so I've had discrepancies where I think all oh, that, that's really, really interesting. But then I look at it as, well, actually, I'm still getting a cut. So the share may not be as big as I want it to be. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's another, I guess, another argument, isn't it, to, to discuss later. Um, but, yeah, no, I, 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 I understand, obviously, the consumer wants the best deal that they can get. I, I get that. I'm, I, I'm the advocate consumer myself. But, but, but I also feel as, as a retailer, it is cut through it out there and you have to do what you have to do to get the sale. Um, and so, yeah, so I, 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 I well, I, I guess I think of, you know, if, if you do B2C, which is kind of my main kind of affiliate sites, right? Okay. Quite a lot of that is going to be, you know, there'll be an element of coupons, there'll be an element of discounts that are naturally just occurring. And I think that you just have to rely on the fact that you can convert at a high enough rate to make it matter in terms of overall, and you can drive enough volume to make it matter overall. Um, I don't think that you can really, really change the game. If that makes right. sense. So, so there's no real way around those. No, I don't. I, I, I honestly don't think so. Okay. Now, as far as driving traffic, are you typically looking at building organic? traffic through seo is that is that right how yeah okay yeah and to do that you, you need content so what type of content well i guess you know let's start at the beginning how do you find the keywords that you think you're going to be able to rank for in google right so for, for me i like to think of what 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 problem am i, am I trying to solve so okay. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example. So say I was to run a little garage, right? And I'm going to do tune-ups. I'm going to do ch- tire changes. I'm going to do oil changes, etc. Right? So I'm going to sit there and I'm going to think about. Okay, so one of the problems I may solve is I may solve peace of mind, right? Because I can change some of these tires and I can make sure that their car is road worthy. And so I'm then going to sit there and say, right, okay, if somebody's coming to me, what questions are they going to have about tire changes? So, you know, and I'll, I'll create a, a list of those questions. So that's, that's one way of doing things. I'll also go and talk to customers or our list to customers. I think, I think no matter what business you're in, whether you're running an affiliate site or you're running a garage or a sandwich shop, your customers will tell you what they want. They may not tell it to you in the way that they want, um, that, that you're willing to hear it, that makes mm-hmm. sense, but they'll, they'll, they'll tell you what they want. And so... Yeah, I, I I think it's so important to really listen to your customers and to to try and spot the patterns of what questions most of them are asking, because you know if, if you have to answer the same question twice in one week, that to me is a golden opportunity to write piece of content about that. And because what there's obviously I, some demand. And and let's talk about the content. So what what kind of yeah. content are is it, you know, it's just an article about it. It's right. a blog post. It's what what kind of content are you are you writing? So I'm I'm mainly creating blog content in terms of actual articles, um, but I I know people that are doing really well with with videos and doing affiliate with videos, um, and like YouTube channel, right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they can they obviously can buy the product or they can share the product or they can explain what they think and they can be really really interactive with it. 
And I think that that could be really, really engaging, and that could actually be be aware of them creating content that's ever now. With the affiliate, are you using any sort of paid traffic? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of like Facebook video views, which are, right, are pretty right. cheap. Are you, are you, is there any money that goes behind it or is it purely organic traffic? So I've done a little bit of PPC and a little bit of Facebook, but mm-hmm. nothing substantial for this business. I had an e-commerce company a couple of years ago and I did, the, well, the majority of my customers found me by Google Display ads, you know, with the shopping. So they, they search for an item and then the item pops up as a product listing underneath the search bar. Um, and so that's how I kind of generated a lot of my revenue back then. But I thought for affiliates, actually, you, you can run ads on, say, Facebook to, to, to generate some actual um, interest in your page. And then it's how you then mm-hmm. monetize that or maybe send people to... Uh, um, like a landing page to download a free ebook so you can actually email address and you can market them that way. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't really done too much kind of PPC or Facebook ads. Okay, so you're we're more, you know, talking straight SEO. Right, yeah. How important do you think that meta tags are today? So by meta tags, yeah, sure. But yeah, meta tags, yeah the title mean... tag, the meta description, all, all of that. Right, right, right. I thought for a minute you were going to say meta keywords and I was going to have a heart attack. Um, <laughs> yeah, so titles are still important. Um, I, I know there's been a lot of buzz in the last couple of weeks about Google rewriting titles, mm-hmm. but they've been doing that in my, well, it, it, in my kind of first-hand experience for, for years. And so they may have started doing it more aggressively, but they've, they've been doing it quite often in you know for the last year maybe two maybe three just because they're trying to match their searcher's intent and they can see that they can tweak the title to match the intent better to get the click okay. through i think that they've, they've been doing that yeah you know it's just very very subtle um so I, I i'm still a massive fan of doing that i'm still a massive fan of writing good solid method descriptions because i feel that that's really really key and again, I think Google then will strip out what they think is the the intent of the searches query and then trying to, you know, within your article and then trying to display that. But the, there probably are lots more times that your intent of what you've actually written mm-hmm. matches the, the searches rather than the searches there's being a mismatch there. Okay. Now, what, what about backlinks? Can, can you rank well organically without a backlink, just with good content? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, so how are you? How are you getting these backlinks? And if, if somebody doesn't know, you know, let's start. If somebody doesn't know, what what is a backlink? So a backlink is when another website links to you. Okay. So you need those to do well organically. How do you get them? So how long have you got? Because um, there's so many different methods. So. Uh, a really good friend of mine called Manuka Elena does lots of roundup posts. And so being a good friend of mine, I get featured in quite a lot of them. So I get a lot of backlinks through that. And that's just general PR. I just see it as general PR. Um, mm-hmm. I've then this year so far done a couple of um, blog swaps with quite high domain websites. Okay. And that's, be- that's been really, really helpful. And that's been really, really 
did as well to do. Um, and then another way I've done a roundup or two this year, and I've obviously got people to answer a very simple question, and they've got a link from my website to theirs, and I've asked them to give me a link back. So with your your service for clients that you're helping yeah. rank their affiliate, do you deal with trying to get them backlinks, or are you showing them how? How, how does that work? So sure. So I, I generally don't, because I generally say to, to people the best way to get backlink is to just do some PR and to do some things like podcasts. Podcasts are great. Um, go out and interview people in your industry and see if you can do a blog swap that way. Because mm-hmm. um, that can be a really, really fantastic way of both of you getting introduced to different, different um, customer bases and do it in a very, very nice, friendly way. Um, but I think there's loads, there's loads of opportunities to, to get backlinks. I think you just have to be clever and I think a lot of people these days are trying to do, um, they're trying to scale, you know, do quantity rather than quality. I think if you can do quality, there's a real market for doing quality. Okay. Now, do you have a favorite success story of one of your clients that you'd be able to share? Oh, I, I think, well, I, I can share a few. So one thing that I specialize is in kind of content strategy. So early in the year, a client came to me after, you know, we'd done a couple of sessions together and she said to me, um, I'm really struggling to know what to, to publish next, you know, in terms of video and she does a lot of social and she does a blog. Mm-hmm. And so I said, right, let, let's jump on the call. So we jumped on the call and the first thing I said to her, is, so just outline your process to me. And she's, a, she's an amazing personal development coach. And within 10 minutes, she laid out her process and I was like, it's really exciting what you do with your clients. And I said, okay, so, right, let's just explore each step in the process. And, you know, within five minutes of talking through maybe the first one or two steps, mm-hmm. I was able to give her probably like 20 or 30 ideas. And, you know, you know, she's a highly intelligent, you know, I think she's got two degrees, so there's nothing wrong. But I think she's so involved in how she does what she does on a daily basis that, you know, she doesn't, she's not able to think about what she does because she's just doing it, Right. Sure, I think a lot of us get a little bit too close to our business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 so that was really really great. And then for the next kind of month, pretty much everything she put, well, a lot of things she posted on, on YouTube and on her blog were kind of the ideas that I drew out of her, which is quite 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 funny for me to to sit and see that. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, so that, that, that's a really really great success story. And I think if if, if you're struggling content ideas today, the best thing that I can recommend is just take a step back. Or go talk to a parent or go talk to a friend who may know what you do and just try and explain what you do and explain how you can extrapolate that into the different steps that you work with your clients through and turn that into content. Now, are there any challenges that you struggle with in trying to get results for your clients? Sure. So people have this mentality, I think... Bill Gates summed it up the best. He said, um, people overestimate what they can achieve in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in 10. And I think that's so true. So I've got a, a fairly new client who's they're trying to rank for supplements. Okay. Right. And if that's you know very it, competitive, I'm sure. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so we're trying to build that content plan together, you know, to help them actually rank. So, you know, I don't, know their product pages will rank pretty quickly 
but I know that it can produce a lot of good quality content that will rank and will answer the query of the users. Mm-hmm. But it's just trying to convince the client, you know, at, the, at this stage, that actually targeting a keyword that may get 10, 20, 30 searches a month, but it has very low competition, is still actually worth doing it mm-hmm. because of how Google works. So Google will, will look at that search phrase and then will interpret that and may actually rank you for 20 or 30 different other phrases. Now, do you look when you're figuring out what phrase of answering a problem you had said, but do you look at how many searches do you use Google's uh, keyword tool at all, or, or do you just try to answer questions that you think the customers have? So I use SEO Power Suite and I use Rank Tracker within SEO Power Suite. Okay. Okay. So you're uh, using something different. Yeah. So, but, but they're all very similar in terms of S- uh, SEMrush, uh, Ahrefs, Moz. SEO Power Suite, they all kind of provide the same sort of data and the same sort of, and even suggest as well, Neil Patel. Um, so I generally do that, but then I, I also, it's also about gut reaction. So I may try and rank for a term that I may not be able to, so because mm-hmm. the competition is so high, but I feel that that may be like the foundation, the foundational post. And then around that, I can hook lots of content that will then eventually rank that first post. But actually, without having that first post, none of the other stuff makes sense. Okay. Now, uh, personally, are there any business books out there that you can attribute to your journey as an entrepreneur? Yeah, loads. Um, I really love the, Give me three. Give me three. Okay. So I really love the E-Myth. I think that that's, everybody should read that. Um, I've been really reminded this year by another good friend of mine called Christina, who is a fractional C- COO. And she mm-hmm. basically taught me how to build processes that. And basically, her favorite book is The E-Myth. And I have revisited it since started working with her. Um, and yeah, it's just a fantastic book. Um, another one that I, I try and read every year is The Snowball, which is about Warren Buffett. Oh, you know, I haven't heard of that one. Okay. Um, it was written, I think, I'm trying to think, maybe like 2008, maybe 2009. Um, by Alex Schroeder, but it's just it's just a fascinating story. I find him absolutely fascinating. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's just a fantastic journey into his life and how he thinks and how he invests. And I think even if you're not planning to be, become an investor, I think it's still really, really interesting in terms of how he does business. Interesting, um, okay. Yeah, so it's well worth it. It's not a very short book, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, um, but it is a very worthy read. So yeah, so those, those are two. I'm trying to think of a third. Um, well, that's all right. I put you on yeah. the spot. Those, those two are no, great. No, no, yeah. Now, what, what problems do you solve for your clients and how do you stand out with your agency from your competition? Right. So what, one thing that makes me different is I own affiliate sites myself. So I'm not just happy clapping, telling people you know, to believe in their dreams. I can actually demonstrate, I can show people. And actually, on my client calls, the first website that I usually go to is mine. I usually say, this is where I'm sucking at the moment, or this is what I'm doing to improve these results for myself. Mm-hmm. Or here's what I've done, and here's the result that I've got. And you know, I can take you through it, and you can see all the data. You can see how it's changed over time, etc. So I think that makes me different. The other thing that I do, so I just focus on content um, strategy. So I basically teach people how to build a blog that can get passive traffic from search engines 
that's scalable, that's compoundable, and that's, that's doable. I think a lot of people are, are willing to throw money at being paid traffic, but they're not willing to spend money building a blog and building a real tribe and a real a real authority base. And so that's mm-hmm. what I kind of help people establish and see, you know, that in, in business to, to get anywhere, you want to have authority, you want to have trust. And the best way to do that is by having a really, 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 really strong blog that's updated regularly, that's authoritative, that's well-researched, funny, um, and, and actually talk to people that, and answers what they want to answer. Now, when people work with you, is it a monthly retainer? Is it one-time coaching? So how, how does that relationship work with clients? Sure. So I generally just do one-on-one co- coaching. So yeah, I've recently just changed it from doing, I'm doing a minimum four hours now rather than two. Um, but in those four hours, you, you, you'll learn pretty much the entire system that I teach. Um, and I, I, I actually, what I do is I pour all of my knowledge over the last kind of 10 years into the other person. They can sit there and they can ask me as many questions as they want during the session. They can email me after, but I just try and pour into them and try and give them a map, you know, try and give them the overall strategy of how they can propel themselves. Now, who, if they're listening right now, would be your avatar? Who's, who's the perfect client for this type of affiliate business opportunity? Sure. So, so I, I generally work with people who I want to start a business and don't fancy starting a shop. So I want to start an online business and maybe maybe be able to work for anywhere with Wi-Fi. I'm not very um, big on the whole travel, you know, travel as you work people. But anyway, um, so yeah, so so p- p- people that maybe in a dead end job that want to get out that actually have some motivation and want to to change and maybe have a compelling reason to want to change. And and I work with e-commerce companies and it's the same thing. They have to have a compelling reason why they want to build a successful business mm-hmm. and they have to be willing to put in the hard work. Mm-hmm. Now, how can, if somebody's listening now and, and they are willing to put the hard work and, and to do what it takes, they want to yeah. be successful, how would they, what's the best way to contact you? Sure. So they can go to ajsdigitalgroup.co.uk and you can you can have a look at the course that I sell, or you can book a consultancy um, pre-interview, which is a fifty-minute free interview where you can just come and talk to me. I'm more than happy for people to book a slot and come and just talk to me for fifty minutes. You know, even if I can only help them with answering one question or two, I'm more than happy to do that. So please come and come and, come and bug me. Um, I'm I'm there to be bugged. Well, great. Well, thank you very much for, for joining us today. Is yeah, there anything, um, yeah, is there anything I forgot to ask you before we wrap it up? No, I think, I think we covered it all, didn't we? Perfect. All right. Well, great. Well, thank you, AJ. For yeah, listeners, you, for listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding AJ or AJS Digital Group, you'll find the links below in the show notes. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our all-new podcast resource center available at www.makeeachclickcount.com. We have compiled all of our past guests by show topic and have included their contact information in case you would like more information on any of the services that have been covered during previous episodes. Again, to access, you can go to www.makeeachclickcount.com, click on the link 
for the Podcast Resource Center found in the top navigation menu. That's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.